When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Whoa, whoa, that was some dip and rise there on the market. <sighs> okay, another market update. Something I swore I wouldn't do. I swore I wouldn't do market updates. But I pretty much have to do market updates because, wow, what a crazy market. Why was it so wild today? Well, we've got the uh, the whole fear thing starting the day off, and then we had the president promising free money. Okay, you know, I guess it's stimulus. I'm not an economist. I'm not going to say whether I think it'll work or not work, but apparently it calmed a lot of folks down, which is a good thing. Right now, we need calming. That's really the most important thing any of us can do right now is breathe. Just breathe. It's going to be okay. Really. Eventually. I don't know when, but it will. Take heart. There, there is a slowing of the disease transmission in China. So, I mean, worst case scenario, yeah, it's going to look bad. But again, we'll recover. So hang in. But a big, big increase in markets today. For those of you who don't listen to the podcast the day it's recorded, you don't care. But it went up a little today. And again, I just, I'm just, I'm just going to preach patience. Patience. Once again, why do stock markets decline? It's because of uncertainty. It's because of fear. It's because those who trade stocks have decided they want a bigger reward for the perceived risk they're taking. That's really all it boils down to. So for those of us who just put money in regularly, you're riding along with that bigger expected return from here. You should be jubilant for markets like this, particularly if you're young. If you're older and taking money out, I have to keep coming back to the same point because people just aren't getting it. If you're nearing retirement and what's happening with the market has you worried that you may not have enough money in retirement, then you probably don't have the right portfolio for your situation or your risk tolerance. You shouldn't just invest. You need to have a plan and then invest. What's your plan? If you need some help with that plan, give me a call. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Or you can send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Today, we've got a couple of really timely questions. One on the phone, one from uh, 855-935-TALK, the other sent in. So let's start 
with the call. Yes. Uh, hello. My name is Bob, and I listened to the show for a long time and appreciate all the great advice that you've given. Uh, with these turbulent times, my concern um, comes basically from all the stock market stuff that's been going on and something I heard from someone I know just this morning who said that um, he was at a credit union trying to bring some cash out so that he could stockpile a little bit of that, probably similar to Costco's bottled water and toilet paper shortages. So is that a stupid idea or is that something that might be wise to have a little bit of cash, um, not in the mattress, maybe in a safe uh, at home? Anyway, I think all the readers might appreciate that. To me, it seems like if there is a shortage of cash or anything, uh, the only way that it would be necessary to have a large stockpile would be if the electronic systems failed, in which case we're probably far enough down the road that maybe I should be buying bullets instead. I, I love that's my philosophy. If it's going to get that bad, get bullets, but get something to shoot them out of and stock up on food because cash isn't going to do you a darn bit of good. And one of my favorite things to refer to is an episode of The Walking Dead. Now, this is when the zombies have taken over most of the earth and, and living, breathing humans are in the minority. And they went into a bank and the bank was strewn with cash littering the floor. They didn't touch it. Didn't matter. If things are going to get that bad, cash isn't going to matter all that much. Don't worry about cash. You get some cash. You put cash away for a hurricane. You see, we're getting our disasters all mixed up. In a hurricane or a blizzard, I guess, if it's a really bad one, there may be a few days or maybe even a couple of weeks where the ATMs don't work, where the credit card readers at the stores that are still open don't work. That's when you need some cash. A virus, you don't need cash. The electronics will probably continue to work. The electrical, the electrical grid, easy for me to say, will certainly continue to work. Unless we're all dead or zombies. It's going to work. That's why I don't understand people hoarding water any more than I understand people hoarding toilet paper. I read this morning that uh, there was a 60% increase in the consumption of toilet paper last week. Now, I'm pretty confident the usage has remained relatively stable over that period of time, which means there's a glut of toilet paper sitting in some people's houses. Just relax. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but it's the truth. This is not a time to panic. There is no need to panic. Yes, you might get sick. Yes, your loved ones might get sick, and that is awful. Avoid people who are sick. Sure, socially distance. But it's a little bit ridiculous. For example, people who work in an office where there's no contact with the public or very little contact with the public, and they work in their offices, why can't they continue to work in their offices? They're socially distanced. You're farther apart than you will be sitting in a theater or even walking the street. You got a door if you have a real office. So um, just hang in there. Again, this too 
shall pass. And by the way, if you're a little worried about the markets, I'm going to be I'm going to be explaining how they work and why they do the things that they do based on reams of scientific data coming up on Friday the 20th of February. So if you're listening before the 20th of February and there are still seats available, not really seats, electronic seats, but we only have 100 electronic seats for this because it's an interactive class. It's called Retirement Investing in Turbulent Times, and that's kind of what we're in. And you can sign up for it at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just hit the event button. And you can also send your questions in via TalkingRealMoney.com. Just hit the contact button and send them in like this gentleman did. The topic, rebalance now or later. I have a highly diversified Merriman Ultimate Buy and Hold Portfolio. Prior to the market drop, I was balanced. Currently, I have proportionately more in my bond positions. Should I take the opportunity to balance now to ride the wave when the market comes back? Smells like I'm trying to time the market, in parentheses. Or should I not do a rebalance? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Good question. Timely. So, matter of fact, it's something our firm is dealing with right now. We're rebalancing because our our clients' portfolios are overweighted to bonds right now. Now, for many people, that feels uncomfortable. Why would I want to buy when the market's going down? Mm, wrong way. Wrong way to think about it. Why should I buy after the market has gone down? Oh, wait. Now, that sounds like an entirely different question, doesn't it? Why should I buy after the market's gone down? Well, the markets, stock markets around the planet, have gone down. They've gone down. Uh, whether they're going to go down more or not, anyone's guess. Another important word, guess. No one knows. No one can know. You can't know. I can't know. Experts can't know. Nobody can know. So when do you rebalance? When you get out of balance. You notice you're out of balance. You're out of balance. Rebalance right now. Don't wait. Because that's when you're trying to time the market. You're saying, eh, I'll wait to do this until the market feels like it's going to go back up or it's done going down. Do you know when it feels like it's about to go up? Bet you don't. I didn't know a soul. As a matter of fact, this was one of the few things that I didn't have anybody claim in the 2008 crash, a lot of people said, oh, I got out before the crash. Yeah, you were lucky if you did, if you're not lying to yourself. But I, I've never met a soul who said, oh, you know, February 2009, I put everything, I bet everything on the market going up. Oh, you didn't. Nobody did. It felt bad in February of 2009 still. But it turned around shortly thereafter. You're not going to know. Don't try to time. Do it now. If you get out of balance again with too much in bonds, do it again later. It's a discipline. You just have to do it, and you cannot question the decision. Again, if you are concerned about these markets, you may not have the right portfolio. Let me help you get this right. That's why we're doing a special online, no coronavirus class called Retirement Investing in turbulent times, doing it online. There are a hundred attendees allowed. We still have about at the time I'm recording this, about 40. We're at we have about 60 attendees right now. It is free. 
You can sign up at TalkingRealMoney.com. And I look forward to seeing you, in air quotes, at the class. So sign up, TalkingRealMoney.com. Also, keep sending your questions to TalkingRealMoney.com, the contact form, or call them in at 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. And by the way, if you or your children need a little calming, you know, don't watch TV. It's too stimulating sometimes. I have another podcast, actually two other podcasts, that are designed to calm you down a little bit. They're short stories that I read. And I love reading them. I haven't done one in a couple of weeks because of this whole coronavirus thing making work crazy. But I'll get another one done probably later this week. I've got tons of them up there. They're at a place called Lit Reading, which is available on all the podcast services, L-I-T-R-E-A-D-I-N-G. These are classic 19th, early 20th century stories. And then I do classic old stories for kids at a site called Read a Storis. And it just means, you know, it's like read a story to us. You can find those on your favorite podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, along with this podcast, which is on all the major podcast services. Tell your friends, subscribe to this and other podcasts, my other ones. Enjoy them. I really love it when people listen and comment on them. And um, hang in there. Stay calm. This will end. That I know. I don't know much, but that I know. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.